Justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law shall no one be justified. But if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ we ourselves were found sinners, were found to be sinners. Is Christ then an agent of sin? Certainly not. But if I build up again those things which I tore down, then I prove myself a transgressor. For I through the law died to the law that I might live in God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And at the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Peace be to you, the reader. People pressed round him, and a woman who had a, had had a flow of blood for twelve years, and had spent all her living upon physicians, and could not be healed by anyone, came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood ceased. And Jesus said, "Who was it that touched me?" When all denied it, Peter said, "Master, the multitudes surround you and press upon you." But Jesus said, "Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone forth from me." And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, "Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace." 
While he was still speaking, a man from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she shall be well. And when he came to the house, he permitted no one to enter with him, except Peter and John and James, and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and bewailing her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed. But he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Peace be to you who proclaims the gospel. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Now many of us, at many times in our lives, we've had to seek something from someone else, ask a favor, a request, and some of us at some times have had to plead. Maybe a few of us have even had to beg before someone. Now how many of us have fallen down before someone with tears, begging them for something that we can't accomplish, that we need from them. If you've ever done that, you won't easily forget it. It's a situation of absolute helplessness before the person that you're asking for. You have nothing that you can do, and so you go before this person with absolute humility, humbling yourself, humiliating yourself, So that you can get this thing that you need so desperately. But it doesn't stop you when you're that desperate. This is what happened in the gospel today, twice. There were two miracles in the gospel. And two people who went and fell down before Christ. Two people who were not ashamed, who were bold as they approached Christ. The first of these, of course, was the ruler of the synagogue. The ruler of the synagogue, of course, he's high in society, well respected by people. You could imagine him in these fairly elaborate robes coming before Christ and laying himself down on the ground in the dirt, in the dust, and begging him, begging him for the healing of his daughter. He was bold, he humiliated himself. And through that, the Lord rewarded him. Now, as he was walking to go heal the daughter of this ruler, another woman came. A woman came who had this disease for 12 years, a hemorrhage, a flowing of blood. She went to all these doctors. And of course, according to Jewish custom, for 12 years, she had been unclean. For 12 years, she shouldn't be touching anyone else. And yet she weaved through the crowd of people 
to go up to the Lord and touch his garment. This story is repeated in the Gospel of Matthew and in Mark. And in those Gospels, you even hear her confidently saying, If I only touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She was that confident to go before him. And so, of course, Christ says, Who touched me? And he knows who touched him. We know this. But he says, Who touched me? And the apostle says, All these people are around you and you're asking who touched me? But of course, that wasn't actually his question. His question was, Who touched me in faith? Because there were, of course, many people around him who were touching him. But who touched in faith and received the healing? He wanted to draw this person out. And so this woman was further humbled, further humiliated before all these people. She falls down before him. And yet that boldness was there that she went forward to receive this healing. And so he says, take courage, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And actually in the Greek, it's your faith has saved you. Go in peace. And so she is saved. And then again, the the ruler of the synagogue's servants come and they say, Don't bother him. Your daughter has died. What does Christ say? What does he say? He says, Don't fear. Believe. And what? Your daughter will be saved. Again, that same word in the Greek says, Be made better in English. But she will be saved. Again. My brothers and sisters, we must humble ourselves before the Lord. We must not be afraid to stand before Him. Because this ruler asked God to come and touch his daughter, to raise her from the dead. And we, in each liturgy, touch our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In every single liturgy. Now notice in the Gospel, both of them were compelled, were humbled by the afflictions that they faced. They had these afflictions which brought them to this point of helplessness, of seeing that there is no hope at all except in God. No hope. But when you have that combination of the absolute hopelessness and of faith, that deep faith, it's like a fire that ignites God's action. St. Theophilact says, Like a person who brings their eye close to a bright light, or brings a dry stick close to fire, immediately they react. So also the woman with the flow of blood brought her faith close to Jesus, who had the power to heal, and immediately she obtained healing. She gave no thought to anything else, neither to the many years of her illness, nor to the failure of doctors. She only believed and was made whole. And of course, these two are not the only ones that we know of. We look at the boldness that Jacob had when he went and he wrestled with the Lord to receive a blessing. We look at the boldness of Abraham when he besought on behalf of all those people in Sodom and Gomorrah. And the boldness of the blind man who yelled out, Son of David, heal me, to Jesus. And the boldness of the Canaanite woman who even despite being insulted repeatedly, begs for her daughter to be healed. Again and again we see this boldness, this humbling. And we too, my brothers and sisters, must humble ourselves before the Lord. Sometimes in our lives, we have afflictions that humble us. So we have already become humbled through the struggles that we have in our life. And in those times, 
Be bold. Be bold to beseech the Lord. Because I promise you, He will act. There is no question when we stand with boldness before the Lord and ask Him, He will act. He may not heal the affliction that we're facing. We don't always receive the healing. But He will act. He will bless us. And He will draw Himself close to us. And like that fire that's ignited, the faith that comes together, it's the synergy between ourselves, our faith, and our Lord. And we ignite that when we humble ourselves. Humility is the beginning in all of this. So may we, in any struggle that we have in our life, and even when we're not struggling, be bold to humble ourselves before the Lord, ask Him in faith, and He will answer, He will respond. And to Him be glory. Amen.